And welcome to Crosstalk with CGM Radio, where we bring together the hosts of the CGM Radio Network to talk about the hottest issues of the day. With me, as always, Bob Siegel from The Bob Siegel Show. Joining us via Zoom from San Diego, Jim Barrier. Joining us also via Zoom from San Antonio. And JP is here with me in the studio from JP's Political Matrix. I am Ryan Holland, founder of CGM Radio and host of World News Brief. Gentlemen, what a news day. We're filming this the evening Mm -hmm. of October 14th. Uh, All kinds of stuff going on. uh, of course, and everything will be dated by October fifteenth. Uh, I know. It's yep. almost, there's going to be so much news between the time we begin this show and when we end it. But we're gonna we're gonna do the absolute best that we can. Uh, it's almost like news now is like if it's an hour late, it's more of a history lesson than it is news. But there's going to be yeah. so much analytical gold here that people are going to want to hear it a year from now, most likely. Well, given the collective IQ in this room, I mean, can you guys just this virtual room? Of course, we're breaking into triple. We're breaking into double digits, I believe. The gems that will take place tonight, people will be mining for centuries, long after the news is broken. Wow, wow, Jim, do you concur? You heard it first here. <laughs> no question. Okay, well, where do you guys want to start? What do I want to talk about? Man, there is so much going on right now. I, I think that uh, for sure, let's just continue a little continuation on with uh, Amy Coney Barrett. So yeah. what's the latest on that? We're day three. Uh, the Democrats have not laid a glove on her one. They've come in with some of the most ridiculous questions. In fact, I'm going to look this quote up in a second while you guys uh, take over from here. But Amy Coney Barrett is holding her own. She is doing it, and we all saw it go viral, right? No notes. She held up a blank pad and just put the uh, – she just foot put it right back in their face. And, and it was just a brilliant moment. I, I'm so glad that John Cornyn, one good thing he did was ask her that question. Yeah. You know, what do you, What kind of notes do you have? Because I've not been a big John Cornyn fan. That's a whole other conversation. But so excited – to see her roll right through uh, to the Supreme Court. What a great justice she'll be. And I'm going to find this quote real quick. So, Gentlemen, anything on uh, Amy Coney Barrett today? I put a post up on Facebook about this. It has been gaining some traction. And let me just read what, what I wrote here. Regarding the confirmation hearings, quote unquote, of Amy Barrett, the esteemed senator from Hawaii asked her if she'd ever sexually assaulted anyone without claiming any evidence, just to get the question on the record. The GOP should shut this down now, just call for the vote. There's nothing in the constitution which says nominees have to have hearings. Most of our well-paid senators don't even ask questions. They just give speeches. I'm sick of it. I said last week on the radio they should skip this. Mm. What questions will the Democrats ask that Barrett will ever answer to their satisfaction? Everyone knows not a single Democrat will vote for her. So why does the poor woman need to go through this? And why Mm. should the country have to go through it? By the way, I'm not interested. I said this on Facebook, too, in comments about how both sides do this. It's a tired argument. Right now, I'm talking about one side. As you know, I'm not a Republican. I'm an independent. However, the objective observation 
shows that while neither side may like the nominees of the other, the behavior of the Democrats today has been swinish. Those are my thoughts so far on the confirmation hearings. Very well, don't good. sugarcoat it, Bob. <laughs> well, tell us what so, you really think. Okay, so here's that quote. Here's the yeah. quote you're talking about. It's absolutely okay. ridiculous. So, and I quote, uh, by the way, is her name Mazio? It's 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 Hirono. Maisie Hirono. Maisie Hirono. Yeah. There I it was go. Hirohito. There you go. Who <laughs> no, knows? That's Emperor Hirohito. This is Emperor Hirono. Oh <laughs> wow! Yeah, she, she would love yeah, it. Is. Well, here's what the she Empress had to say, and I quote: "Since you became a legal adult, have you ever made unwanted requests for sexual favors or committed any physical or verbal harassment or assault of a sexual nature?" Amy Coney now, Barrett was asked that question yeah. by Empress Hirono. I think that's one of the most ridiculous things and insulting things you would ever oh ask God. in front of a, 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 a wonderful, and everyone knows everything about this woman up to this point, because three years ago she went through confirmation and went through the same process, but nowhere near this. They're politically yeah. grandstanding. But how do you ask a woman that? in front of her husband and well, her children. Well, and this is, don't forget, Ridiculous. this is the same senator who during Kavanaugh said when a woman comes forth with an accusation, they not even, they not only need to be heard, they need to be believed. Just That's shut exactly up. Yeah. All you they men just shut be, up. Yeah. Just so shut up. I, where, is she going to go on the record now of saying that now that Amy Coney Barrett answered that question, she needs to be believed and never ask that question again? I, I don't think well, so. And this I is the woman, by the way, who, when Joe Biden was accused of sexual assault, she's still supporting Biden. I thought the women need to be believed. She, yeah. She's just oh. a disgrace. A senator yeah. who would say something like that back in 2017, instead of believing that a man is innocent until proven guilty. And, and we and these people are senators and they're receiving payment from our tax dollars. Yeah. You now, knew one of my coming, Facebook though. friends, and he's, he's a nice guy. He did come on and say, well, she started doing that. Uh, earlier she says she asked that question of everybody yeah she started it in 2018 so yeah she yeah. has asked it of other nominees but only nominees since we've had donald trump of and course she wasn't around when elena kagan and sonia sotomayor were being nominated can you imagine we would really have to stretch credulity to believe that if she could go back through time and interview those two women that she would have asked a question like that? I don't think so. You know what, Bob? And, and I, I'm offended by it too, but I'm taking another look at these kind of things from a different angle. And that's that keep doing those things. Keep asking stupid questions. You embarrass yourself and the American people are going to get more and more fed up with that and maybe more and more enlightened and say, you know what, these guys don't have a case. They don't have anything. So they're just making stuff up like that. And I, I think it will favor not only Barrett, but the Republicans and, and maybe even Trump himself. Mm -hmm. Possible. I hope so. No, I, I agree. Their, their, their foolishness is on display for the whole world to see. And, and right now is a great time because they are. They're on C-SPAN, CNN. Everyone's carrying these. And uh, it's, it's, it's really unedited. For, for all intents and purposes, they're seeing everything, the good, right. the bad, the ugly. They're seeing responses. They're seeing how she's carrying herself. And everybody on the planet got to see her hold up that blank 
piece of paper that showed she had no notes, was responding from the depths of her wisdom and her bank of knowledge. Yeah. It's amazing, really. It's just ro- one more the most reason. impressive. Yeah, one more now, reason. I, I must have misunderstood. Why? I thought that blank piece of paper was a photograph of the accumulated brains in the room of everybody else. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Pretty highly oh, likely it was, it was likely. Ted, Ted, Ted Cruz was in there, you know. Ted Cruz, <laughs> and he did a good job. He exposed. Well, them. no, I, that's true. I have to exempt some of the people, There's like a few Ted of them, Cruz. you know, a few, a few. It may be possible that Amy is the smartest person in that room. Um, Wouldn't doubt it. She she's awful sharp, and they will talk about the blank notepad for a long time because it was such a classic thing. But what it really illustrated was she's so prepared. And she's so quick and has this volume of information that there's, there's no question they're going to come up with that she won't have an answer for it. But what I love about it after watching all the debates and all the, just the way politics is, she's so cool. And she's, you know, she's so calm and she, she hasn't gotten hostile. And there's, I, I think some of the things they're doing, like the, the, the question uh, from the Empress, uh, most of us would probably get a little bit ruffled by that because it's so insulting. But she just riding right along, cruising along, and and I, she's she's my newest hero. I'm, yeah. I'm so impressed with this woman. I admire. Hey, how well, did you I, like Cory Booker's question? For the record, do you renounce white supremacy? Here's a woman oh. that has adopted two kids from Haiti. For the yeah. and of course, they, like we said last week, they accuse her of colonization for that. For the record, do you do you renounce white supremacy? Yes. Oh well, I hope I hope President Trump does. Gee, oh President God. Trump's only done it thirty three thousand times, or has it been thirty six thousand times? But they get that into the record. So he asked that yeah. question, knowing what she was going to say. Oh well, good. Well, how come President Trump has it? This is just why are we watching this? Their why is this so going old. on? Just take the vote. Put everybody out of their misery. Well, here's the deal. Uh, Amy is not the one that is being tried. It, this is all about Trump. This is a trial of Trump. You know, everyone knows she's qualified. And the truth is the Democrats know she's going to be approved because they don't have the votes to uh, deny her. So it's all about, it, it's using a platform to attack the president. In my opinion, that's what I see oh, going on. No, you're right on. That yeah. is that is right on. They are absolutely. That's what they're doing. In fact, uh, who who called it out? Who said, uh, "Wait, we've been here how long?" And th- everything. Mm-hmm. This is just a a dialogue. Uh, a I bashing. believe it was Cruz. I think it was Ted Cruz yeah, that was said, Cruz that "We're just it. here uh, hearing yeah. a lot about Trump here. We're not hearing anything. I, I don't know anything more about uh, our our you know our candidate or <laughs> our nominee here. But I'm hearing a whole lot of Trump bashing." Well, and what yeah. this is doing, I think, is it's giving Mitch McConnell clearance to say, okay, we've had a week of you guys bloviating and grandstanding and es- essentially yeah. using this as a, as a, a campaign, campaign speeches, mm-hmm. and so we're just going to take the vote. Uh, I, look, you had a week, and you spent most of the time talking about President Trump and how much you hate Trump, so let's... Just we're gonna go to a vote on I don't know Mitch will probably make us wait till Friday who knows um but uh but I, I would imagine barring <laughs> some insane revelation that the Democrats try to make up such as you know she is this serial sexual assaulter or something like that uh, barring that I mean I, I just can't uh, imagine us not having a 
having a vote next week. But you know what? That's the way it was going with Kavanaugh and that last day revelation didn't come. Yeah. Well, I just hope I yep. hope Mitch learned from that and he just does it anyway. He I said, was, no, no, go no, ahead. No, I was, I was surprised that they took it. I thought Thursday I had heard Thursday morning, tomorrow morning, they were going to have a vote. Like they, they were, they, 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 that was it. But now I understand it's next week. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely next. Okay. Well, yeah, last I heard, well, it's definitely what next week. What McConnell does is he says, "Well, you know, uh, the, 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 the the graphics here, uh, you know, they they don't want us taking this vote at all because it's so close to the election. So if we allow the questioning, he keeps thinking that since the Republicans are acting like the gentlemen, the Democrats will reciprocate. Oh, the guy has never, never nothing, and these guys." These senators, the ladies, the gentlemen, they give, I've counted, some of them are 30-minute speeches without asking a single question. Yeah. Or after pontificating for 30 minutes, then they'll say something quick like, and do you renounce white supremacy? Yeah. I mean, it's, oh, man. Do you, do, do you just like puppies? Just <laughs> when did you stop beating your wife? Peanut butter and jelly sandwiches yeah. for those children. You prefer, yeah. you prefer fruity pebbles to cocoa pebbles. Do you realize <laughs> how many people fruity, have fruity? It's gay allergies? bashing. And if she didn't pick cocoa, then she only likes white people. Yeah, yeah. That's, it's, a it's just, <laughs> that's a setup. Just call for the vote, McConnell. It's a hit job. It's a yeah. hit job. I'm so tired of these spineless Republicans that worry about what the New York Times editorial page is going to say, mm. or getting into the good graces of people like Spartacus Cory Booker. Just oh. call for the vote. But anyway, yeah. deaf ears, that won't happen. Well, I don't believe the Senate has their subscription to the CGM radio network. Well, you know what? Not are there, are there any people missing? No. Oh, it's coming. Are there any people missing and that's why they're waiting? Are there Republicans that are not present or what? what's... Uh, I don't think so. I think it's play? just we've got the way this is going to look if we don't allow the Democrats to have their say. I mean, it's so late in the election year. We've got to at least go through the process. Go through what the Constitution's process is. And that is nothing. Take the vote. There's nothing in the Constitution that says they have to do this nonsense. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. So Mitch McConnell, I don't know if you guys want to, you heard about the whole stimulus, right? I mean, he's got so much on his plate, but one of those things is the stimulus. And, yeah. and, and, and there were actually, there was actually something interesting that came out of CNN mm-hmm. that I, that we, we all have probably seen by now the replay of it, but it was actually Wolf Blitzer yeah, and Nancy Pelosi Oh, and and, and, awesome. and listen, Mitch McConnell and, and the president have have put forth. I mean, well, at least the president has some real numbers that are real big. And uh, I was having this conversation the other day, actually, with Ryan regarding, well, you know, we're, we're obviously not into the big spending, you know, the overspending. But a lot of these dollars, the problem is Nancy Pelosi. This is the problem. She has added and the Democrats have added a whole lot of pork where they are going to feed right. dollars to rebuild what they've destroyed. And that uh, includes a lot of these, 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 these literal infrastructure in some of these Democrat-run cities that were destroyed and uh, police departments that were just dismantled. I, I don't know. I guess they're defunding those locally. I don't know what. But she filled it up full of pork. We know that. We don't know what all the pork is, but I know that it was and is a lot to where uh, President Trump said, uh, no. But he did go up, clean it up, 
sent it back to her with, I think it, the number is, uh-huh. it's either double or triple the amount that Obama's stimulus was. And she said no. We know it's political. We know that she's saying no because she does not want, as she said, checks with President Trump's name on it going out to the American people. Absolutely. Okay? That's what it's all even, about. Even though she would say, oh, it's going to be a landslide victory, Joe Biden. Kamala Harris, they're going to win. So wait, if, if that's not the problem, then what's the deal? But the conversation we were having was, okay, we're not into the big dollars going out. However, I believe that a lot of those dollars will find their way back through spending, taxation, uh, whatever that is. It does have an economic impact, and it may only be 70 80%, but I do believe the number's pretty high that a lot of those dollars end up back in the government's coffers some way, somehow. Whatever that is, if it's employing more people, if it's more people still working, if it's more people out spending this or that, whatever it is, some of those dollars do end up back in the coffers, but not the way Nancy Pelosi has them earmarked. She wants to go, and and of course, they want that money to end up in the Democratic National Committee's coffers. That's a part of the problem. Well, we actually— This whole thing—sorry— the thing with, with Wolf Blitzer was very revealing. Hey, how about I go ahead and, and play that real quick, Jim, and then... Uh, yeah, so got, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we, right we were getting there. Yeah, all right. <laughs> There's a lot going on. All right, okay. so yeah, here is Wolf, uh, Nancy Pelosi on with Wolf Blitzer on CNN. I can't believe I'm playing something from CNN on this network. Please forgive me in advance, but it <laughs> it's the, it, extreme times... You know, call for extreme well, I'm measures. I'm glad you're playing it because Wolf Blitzer may not have a job at CNN tomorrow. Yeah, I know. Because apparently he's uh, he's a mm-hmm. Donald Trump's new press sec- uh, press secretary. Yeah. Apparently he now, has so the audacity yeah. to ask a question. Uh, yeah, a real question yeah. So so here's that question. As you know, there are Americans uh, who are being evicted from their homes. They can't pay the rent. Many Americans are waiting in food lines for the first time in their lives. Uh, Can you look them in the eye, Madam Speaker, and explain why you don't want to accept the president's latest stimulus offer? Well, because uh, thank you very much, uh, Wolf. And I I hope you'll ask the same question of the Republicans about why they don't really want to meet the needs of the American people. But let me say to those Mm. people, because all of my colleagues, we represent these people. Uh, I have, for over 30 years, represented my constituents. Uh, I know what their needs are. I listen to them. And their needs are not addressed in the president's proposal. So when you say to me, why don't you accept theirs, why don't they accept ours? Because but they really, they really let the states excuse, go bankrupt. Excuse me for let interrupting, go bankrupt. Ma- Madam Speaker, mm-hmm. but they really need the money right now. Uh, mm-hmm. And even members of, I of your own— I understand that. But, your, if, but even members if you of your own caucus— question, even members of your own caucus, Madam Speaker, uh, want to accept this deal. $1.8 trillion, mm-hmm. Congressman Ro Khanna, yeah, yeah, for example. Wait, 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 but let, wait, me just, wait a let me just quote Ro Khanna, a man you know well. I assume you admire him. He's a Democrat. And he just said this. He said, people in need can't wait until February. $1.8 trillion is significant and more than twice the Obama stimulus. Make a deal. Put the ball in McConnell court. So what do you say to Ro Khanna? What I say to you is, I don't know why you're always an apologist. And many of your colleagues, apologists for the Republican position. Wow. Rokana, that's nice. That isn't what we're going to do. We're talking about the consequences of a pandemic, the, the symptoms of a problem that the president refuses to address. But you know, and that is, and that is the coronavirus. We know, that we, is we the know coronavirus. the problem out there, but there are millions of Americans who have lost their jobs. 
They can't pay the rent. Their kids need the food. That's right, and that's what we're trying to get done. $1.8 trillion, and the president just tweeted, stimulus, go big or go home. He wants even more right right now. So why not not work on a deal with him and don't let the perfect, as they say here in Washington, be the enemy of the good? Well, I will not let the wrong be the enemy of the right. What's wrong with $1.8 trillion? Do you have any idea of how under, that's precisely uh, just why, Madam Speaker, short, they're that, concerned? That's why it's so, concerned. it's so important right now. Yesterday, I spoke to Andrew Yang, who says the same thing. It's not everything you yeah, want, but, you know but what? there's you, a lot okay. there. Honest to God, you really, uh, I can't get over it, because Andrew Yang, he's lovely. Ro Khanna, he's lovely. They are not negotiating this situation. They have no idea of the particulars. Mm. They have no idea of what the language is Indeed. here. I didn't come over here to have you—so you're the apologist for the Obama—excuse me, God forbid. Madam, Madam Speaker, I'm, God I'm not Barack an apologist. Obama. I'm asking you serious questions because so many people are I'm in desperate you need we, right now. Let me yeah. ask you this. Okay. When was the last time— Let me, you, let me respond well, to well, you. Let me ask you, you. when was the last time, Madam questions. Speaker, when was the last time you spoke with the president about this? I don't speak to the president. Speak to his, Why his not representative. Why not call him and say, Mr. You know, president, time, let's work out a deal. It's not going to be everything you want, not going to be everything I want, but there are so many Americans right now who are in desperate need. Let's make a deal. Mm. Unbelievable. Her lips were moving, weren't they? That means she was lying. Yeah. Oh, my. I have a question. Why didn't, why didn't Wolf say, well, we have to pass it to find out what's in it? Oh. That would have been brilliant. <laughs> Didn't she She's say something good. like that once? <laughs> yes, she did. Of course she did. Healthcare. <laughs> what she wasn't Obamacare. saying was, we want money to bail out states like California. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep. We want money to give free health care to illegal aliens. Mm-hmm. In a previous bill, they were trying to fund the Kennedy Center. They want to do everything but support the middle class. Look, this is another Marie Antoinette. But there is a difference. Marie Antoinette, when she heard about the poverty, said, let them eat cake. Pelosi instead gives tours of her gourmet ice cream freezer. Uh, mm, That's all she does. You You know, (laughs) can't help but think about that when you see this exchange and you see just how completely, I don't even, you can't even call it out of touch. When she's accusing Wolf Blitzer of right. always being an apologist for the Republicans, and she does that twice, that he's a, an apologist for the Republicans, it was simply, uh, it, it's, there aren't even words to describe just how far gone she is. This is yeah. not someone yeah. who is confident that basement Biden is going to win this election. No way. Uh, yeah. At all, she's not. Mm-hmm. Not if she's react. This is this is how some uh, uh, an animal who is trapped in a corner uh, reacts when it's being attacked. And this is not someone who's confident and sure. Mm-hmm. Let's let's do a deal because she's afraid if she does this deal, and she then Trump could it would help Trump win the election. But you know, yeah. this is another yellow light because. It's not just about Trump winning the election. And people didn't get this in the midterms. If they hold on to the House, even if Trump wins, they're going to impeach him for something every two weeks. And if somehow they get the Senate too, they'll 
they'll impeach him for reading the back of a chewing gum wrapper incorrectly. I, I mean, this, so I, people that are listening, it's not just about Trump, you've got to go. And even if the Republican in your district is a rhino, and I don't like the rhino Republicans, the Republicans have got to take back the House. They've got to hold the Senate because the reelection of Donald Trump isn't going to mean a whole lot if that does not happen. Both need to happen. You're exactly right. And so many states right now, Bob, are not able uh, to, I know Texas, they change. You cannot do a straight party line anymore. You've got to go down the ballot and you've got to elect and choose and select every single R next to every name you see. It has to be that way. It is not time to nitpick the rhinos out of this. We'll do that later. Right now, we need every single vote every single vote in the House, in the Senate. We need uh, Donald Trump in the presidency, and we need the local elections also, the school boards. We need the we need as many conservatives as we can uh, in the local municipalities, all of the above, everybody, sheriff, whoever is on that ticket. You need to be voting for the Republican, the conservative, uh, and, and, and worry about the other, it will wash itself out later. The swamp will continue to be drained and cleaned, and there will be the most beautiful leftover Clorox-bleached swamp you've ever seen uh, once he's done with another four years. I'm telling you, it's going to be a big, big difference maker that he is not on the ballot in four years from now, and he will be. This will be Trump unleashed, Trump unchained, UFC Trump. It is going to be awesome. But well, we've got to do it. I we've got to vote. I understand Washington and builds a Trump Tower in its place. Hmm. Yeah. I I agree with what you said, JP. And I voted today and had to go down the line every single uh, candidate. But I'm going to tell you, there was one. I did not vote for the Republican. It was for the county sheriff where I live. And there was an independent. Uh, and she's uh, very conservative, but she didn't get on the primary ballot. So she had to run independent. So it was a write-in. I wrote in a name. I've never done that before. But I did that because the particular, the sheriff in question who lists himself as a Republican has been out marching with the Black Lives Matter people. So that's beyond rhino. That's just, that's, wow. I, yeah, that's, that's unacceptable that's to me. That's bad judgment. Uh, you know, a, a law enforcement <laughs> officer marching <clears throat> yeah, with BLM. I, I said, I can't vote for him. He so probably- I voted for, I did a write-in for an independent. Well, you know what? Good for you. Well, as, I mean, as at, you should. At that, so, yeah, I mean, at if you're some gonna do it, point, there you go. if if they're really indistinguishable from the Democrat candidate, then I yeah. guess that would be you. You write in a candidate or vote for the independent yeah. or or whoever. That's the only time I've ever done that. And just in case we have people listening, uh, most of our people were throwing them red meat. Uh, I know Jim very well, and he does believe Black Lives Matter. He agrees with that statement. It is the movement, the communist yeah. movement that wants to shred our constitution, destroy right. the nuclear family, yeah. uh, defund the police. That's what he means. So just because yeah. I know that people hear yeah. things out of context. Right, so, right. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Absolutely. So what do you guys uh, make of this smoking gun email mm. that the New York Post obtained showing uh, Joe Biden lied when he said he's quote, never spoken to my son about his overseas business dealings. Uh, have you guys looked into that? What are y'all's thoughts on that, if, if you guys have? Joe Biden lied, so there's really not anything to the story. <laughs> Nothing new. 
Nothing. Yeah, that, Are you trying yeah, to show that, us? That was like, oh, Joe Biden lied? You're <laughs> kidding. Right. I mean, at this point, they're they're just yeah. really grabbing it straw. No, and no. To be <clears throat> all seriousness, his son has. Uh, there was a laptop, and that laptop years ago was left at a repair shop. I mean, you couldn't script this. So his son leaves the laptop. Now the, the the owner of the of the shop reached out and tried to have somebody come get it. It's fixed or whatnot. <clears throat> well, come to find out, he he said he still couldn't necessarily hundred percent say it was. Uh, Hunter Biden that dropped off the laptop. However, the mm-hmm. laptop, when you dig into it, <clears throat> and it did have the Bo Biden sticker on it, the Bo Biden, um, 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 it was their uh, fund or foundation, something to that effect. Uh, it was one of his stickers on the laptop. So it did identify <clears throat> that it was a Biden, right? Somebody that had something to do with the Bo Biden foundation. Well, the owner gets into it, gets to start seeing things. Uh, a 12-minute, I believe, lewd uh, sex, <clears throat> sexual activity going on with Bo and, and apparently a prostitute of sorts uh, while he's uh, got a crack pipe sticking out of his mouth. Uh, lots of lewd things, and, and from my understanding, some legal, some illegal. And there are emails in there, and they're tying and asking, hey, can you use your influence? Can I get a meeting with your dad? Oh, man, this is a smoking gun if there's ever been one. And I do believe that we're going to see more and more of this trickling out. But there's it, it, it's almost a storm. It is a it is a firestorm of information out there right now that this huge story could actually be lost. And, and that's what's crazy. But I do yeah. believe it won't be. But but the fact that not that the world's not talking about this right now it goes to show you how much stuff we're being bombarded with. Well, the, where, where is it going to be seen on Fox and maybe One America News and, and our programs? But mainstream media is going to ignore stuff like that. Have you seen any stories about that incident well, anywhere else? I, I'd like to think Wolf Blitzer would be on our, such a roll now after Pelosi. That he <laughs> because he's an apologist. I'm yeah. sure you know, he's some a, executive he's dragged him into the room conservative said, Republican. we need to have a conversation. So I, I'm not holding my breath for that. Oh, he'll be on Fox next week. He'll have his own show. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe I, I believe I saw a story on MRC TV, the Media Research Center. Uh, well, there's a few uh, that they've got up, but I, I believe there was one that basically was because you know they scan and they you know they watch all the media outlets all the time and report on, it, and they basically said that the mainstream media outlets went went dark on them mm-hmm. uh, went dark mm-hmm. on this story not only that but twitter actually for at least a period of time today yeah. suspended the accounts of the new the account of the new york post at ny post they suspended that for a while uh, basically claiming that the their policy against publishing uh, leaked documents or something like that I, i'm like Whatever, are yeah. you kidding me you what policy? Yeah. Where did this? Did they just write the policy five seconds after they saw the Hunter Biden emails mm-hmm. yeah. release? Right. What, nothing you get from the New York Times or the Washington Post yeah. uh, that you ever censor, and you let everything go through as long as it it hurts uh, Republicans or conservatives. Yeah. So it it, was, it just shows again just how how disgraceful and how biased the the big tech companies really are. Yeah. I believe Facebook was 
uh, actually Facebook yeah. as well was was um, Facebook did too. Yeah, yeah, trying to trying to hide the story from people, and so it is. It's it. You definitely face an, an uphill battle. They they definitely do not want this stuff. Uh, well, can you imagine if the Democrats get full power? Um, uh, an interview like Litzer Pelosi. Pelosi would go ahead and suspend the Twitter account because she could say, well, I didn't say what I intended to say. That's not what I really meant in my heart to say. So that's now hate speech that you're playing it. That's what's going to happen if the Democrats win this. Hey, I can channel Joe Biden, though, and at least give you his reaction to the smoking gun. There's a shred of evidence. Come on, man. Come on, man. (laughs) Come on, back in Scranton. And and by the way, back in Scranton, we didn't pay attention to stories like that. Well, and he put a lid on his day at like 940 this morning after this came out. Well, 19 days before an election. And he puts a lid on his day. Well, dinner served at 9.45 a.m. sharp. Well, Well, let's give Joe a break. He's very tired. He invented elections. He invented our Constitution. So he's tired. I mean, he's been there. He's been there kind of from the beginning. But yeah, it's. He uh, was the one that advised George Washington before he crossed the Delaware. Wow. Joe's led a busy life. Yes, yes, he has. And now his son is even busier, apparently. Yeah, that, maybe that some, family maybe the, just doesn't dazzle anybody with their intelligence. Yeah, today. or integrity. So, wow. Yeah, well, it, there's the I, word right there. I, I do think, Jim, to your point, uh, that media uh, hasn't talked about it. We agree. However, one thing that I, I do think we need to to realize and and and, and I, I guess just kind of open our own eyes to this and maybe breathe a sigh of relief. Yeah, OK, maybe they're not seeing the the number uh sorry they're not showing these stories that we're aware of and they're they're because they're not shining a great light on joe biden obviously and they're liberal and they want their guy in i get all that however one seventh of the united states of america listens to rush limbaugh that's how big his numbers are so i'm giving us some hope here as well as we know that what uh, a million people maybe watch uh, watch the CNN uh, primetime show maybe well you, you've got thirty times that maybe eleven twelve times that whatever the number is watching Tucker Carlson and he is carrying the water on these stories right now he is he has been fa- fantastic Tucker Carlson his team his producers they are on fuego. And, and, and a little Spanish lingo there, like Rush likes to throw in, right? But he has been on fire. Sean Hannity's carrying the water for a lot of these stories. He carried the water on those the, the Russia hoax for three years. I mean, he has been phenomenal. So, so we do have some real solid conservative anchor anchors going on over there at Fox. And I understand that as a whole, they have had some missteps. They've had some hiccups. And we haven't really been excited about what we've seen. The change that uh, since since Dad uh, you know moved along had a celestial discharge, but I will say that there's hope there still, and as long as they have a microphone, there'll be a place for them. Plus, we have yeah. what? What are the alternatives? There's a Blaze TV. There's Newsmax. Um, what are some others, fellas, that people could go? One and American find? News Network. Yeah, one yeah, American. Okay, that one's good. All right. Well, the and and again, I think these outlets are growing. They're attracting more viewers, more listeners. Uh, as people get smart, and that's why we we have to. There has to be some solace in the fact that there are such low numbers at, at CNN and some of these other, com- you know, CBS, yeah. NBC, etc. Let me. This is a thing I've been thinking about in recent days that that's giving me some hope. And Bob knows I I, I pay a lot of attention to pop culture and sports and things. 
Monday Night Football has had all-time low ratings. The NBA Finals had all-time low ratings. The Grammy Awards had all-time low ratings. All of these things that, are, that have been connected have been, been pushing the radical left agenda. America's tuning out. If, if things like Monday Night Football and the NBA Finals are, can barely get people to watch, that gives me hope that Americans have said, we've had it with this stuff mm -hmm. and that liberal agenda. I think that may show up on Election Day. Man, that, that, that is an incredibly astute observation, Jim, because that's some very – that's some pretty hard evidence. We know exactly why, and the thing is it should be the opposite of that. It sh mm -hmm. We should have – the greatest ratings ever, because there haven't been sports. We've been deprived of sports. We've been. It's COVID. You got to stay home, watch TV. Yeah, point. literally. I was. This was in the summer. I was at a restaurant and I was watching ESPN and I was watching car racing and I'm looking at the TV and I'm going, "Man, this looks a little weird. There's something weird about this." And yeah. then I'm looking at the people that are watching the car race and I go, yeah. "You know, boy, that's." That looks weird. And I look closer, and it wasn't a real person. It was a virtual person because the whole thing was a video yeah. game. I was on ESPN. It was yeah. on ESPN. We, yeah. They were playing yeah. race car I games, race car games, yeah. and 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 so if anything, the numbers <laughs> for the ratings should be through the roof because now we actually have real mm -hmm. sports again. But what we're seeing is because they're trying to shove this leftist garbage down everybody's throat, mm. mm -hmm. and America is giving them the proverbial finger because we're tired yeah. of it, and mm -hmm. and we're seeing – and this isn't anecdotal, Jim. What you're talking about is these are real, measurable mm -hmm. yeah. metrics. They want to get exactly. this right because there's advertising dollars involved. And, yeah, Nielsen is not going to tweak their ratings. That's a right. thing to determine – what the market is, so that the advertisers everything. So, to me, that that's something that is spoken very loudly to me about. You know, we used to use the term "silent majority" and all that, but but middle America, the, the American people, maybe not the people in New York and San Francisco, but um, the masses in America, I think they've had it with this stuff. That, that's my observation. I agree. I agree. I, I have a theory. I have a, a theory. I'll be quick. Yeah. So my theory is that. Uh, two things. Number one, America has learned how to do without, and they have rediscovered family. And I think they're rediscovered four yeah. hours of their life where they were sitting on the couch <clears throat> watching an afternoon of Sunday football. I just had discuss this discussion with somebody at church the other day, and absolutely people are realizing what that four hours could backfill with. That vacuum could fill very easily mm -hmm. with family time, with things that mean things, that are real, yeah. real, not just fantasy, and I'm going to go—and nothing wrong with sports. Listen, I just—you know, I, I, it's, it's a getaway. It is like a movie. I get it. You, you get away. You cheer for something. You go all in emotionally, and you've got nothing— it costs you nothing. It's not a real relationship. Yeah, they lose. It feels bad for a moment, but then you're done, right? They win. You feel good for a moment. It, you're done, right? Costs you nothing, the price of a ticket. But emotionally, there's nothing that you you, you gave, really. But <clears throat> uh, the, the, the other part of that theory is that people are going to backfill that there is a vacuum, a competitive vacuum, and we have seen truly with the numbers that are out there, that at this point, one-seventh of all Americans have are listening to Rush Limbaugh. Okay? Yeah. That's huge right now. I believe that that competitive spirit's not dead. And yeah, they backfilled when sports were not available. And they've been slapped in the face that you are all racist. 
and you need to repent. But here's what they're going to do. They're going to backfill with this competitive spirit. You know what it is? It's going to be us versus them, and we're going to go to the polls because we're now on the Republican conservative team because we see what you're all about, and the liberal left has exposed themselves, and it is like a game. It is like a football game, and you're cheering for one team or the other. You heard it here first that that theory of this silent majority you just talked about, Jim, is excited to be playing in this game and rooting on their team, and they're going to go to the voting, they're going to go to the polls, and they're going to vote. Because why? Because this is their game that, that, that we have replaced football, baseball, basketball with. We replaced it with politics, and they're going to go to the polls, and they're going to win, and they're going to have that. Same adrenaline rush that they have while watching a Sunday football game with their favorite team hmm. winning. That's what they're doing right now. They have chosen the wow, side yeah. of Donald Trump and they're going to go to the polls and they're going to win that game. That, that's good. All right, guys, that will do it for us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a rather positive note. We're not ending yet. We're not ending just yet, but. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's take. Well, I, can I tell another story? Please. <laughs> Dude, I don't know if you saw this. Um, this month would have been um, John Lennon's 80th birthday. And his son, Sean, that he had with Yoko, came out. He was doing some Twitter stuff. I don't know if you saw the story. But he said, I don't understand why Americans are tearing down statues of Abraham Lincoln. And then he goes on to say, you know, the Egyptian pyramids were built with slave labor under coercion. It's time to tear the pyramids down. Yeah. <laughs> and then he said, and by the way, Rome invaded the British islands. We want reparations. <laughs> it was brilliant, you know, from this. And this is the son of one of the radical revolutionaries of the 60s. Hey, I can go you better than that. Egypt is on the continent of Africa. My ancestry mm -hmm. is Jewish. Our People mm -hmm. were held slaves by the Egyptians. So doesn't it stand that African-Americans owe me reparations? No, because you're, only... You're the first to come up with that, Bob. <laughs> yeah. Only people of light-colored skin ever owned slaves. It doesn't matter what history says. We know that is true. Yeah. And, of course, there's also the question of who the white Europeans bought the African slaves from. But. And there were white slaves in America, and there were black slave owners in America. Now, they, they were way the minority, but I'm just saying, yeah, but, I tried but to it, mix it up a little bit so that we don't get... But, but, but that's, the absurdity, uh, that's the absurdity of it all, is that yeah. we need to all like yeah. bow down to each other and ask each other for forgiveness for slavery for you know either a... 200 years ago or a thousand years ago where i mean there's there's no there's really no well my end. My, my father is a first generation italian um born in the u.s i'm a second generation italian born in the u.s so <clears throat> can i get a few bucks out of this deal no yeah, but you still no, profit you still you're... profited from the slavery institution that was in place Jeez. before you can a guy get a break that's the hey i need to ask you though jim with yeah. uh with John Lennon's son Sean Lennon yeah. talking about tearing down the pyramids yeah. and that the pyramids were built by slaves. Wouldn't that offend the History Channel? Because all I ever see on the History Channel is how aliens came down and they built the pyramids. <laughs> and well, and you know, this of the is Bible a new moment. To aliens. So this, this is I want reparations from the, the channel. 
I want the aliens to pay me what they owe me. Oh, wait, we're not you allowed know. to say Have you ever been probed? <laughs> we're not allowed to say aliens anymore. Oh, man. No. Undocumented people from another galaxy. Undocumented. Undocumented. Well, Extraterrestrial. We're, we're going well, just... to actually have to do a special on extra, extraterrestrialism at some point. We've got, we need to do a, a crosstalk uh, dedicated just to the, the paranormal and belief in aliens and by and by the way (laughs) bob actually touched on this subject on a a very very recent show what was like two or three days ago what remind us of that monday's show i believe monday's show yeah what was the what was the question that you attempted to answer uh, what does the bible say about life on other planets or intelligent life in other worlds something like that yeah so you got to subscribe to the bob siegel show to get his answer so he can't he's not going to answer here because maybe you won't subscribe of course you should but you definitely subscribe to the bob siegel show and then jim's got a brand new show that uh, just dropped today as well uh what was what was today's show about jim well let's see today's show was probably about the uh unpardonable sin Yes. Does that sound right to you? That does sound right. That Intriguing. Uh, but it's not what you think it is, just from those words. But yeah, we, we talked about that because when, when you were up here uh, helping me get studio set up, uh, you had mentioned that, and I thought, that's a good... That's a good subject. Let's let's tackle that. So it is. Uh, yeah, go. It is. I listen. To, uh, I since listen. you asked. Yes, yeah, since you asked. So you can get both of those, cgmradio.com. Be sure to subscribe. You know what this advertisement sounds like, Ryan, that you don't hear the answers to these questions without the, the subscription. You won't know what's in the bill until we pass it. Right. <laughs> and, and, well, right well, way to, way to bring it back to politics. Joe Biden, but. Joe Biden did it one better. Did he not? Did he, not, he needs to get elected to find out the answer of whether or not he will pass yeah, the, the court. Courts. What? <laughs> so we have Both suddenly. Don't, they don't deserve to know. Come on, man. I'm not answering that. <laughs> you know again. what? Hey, on, so, so, okay. So he packs the courts. So here's what we do. It's going to cycle again, won't it? We'll be in charge, of, and then we'll just pack them again. Add another no, ten. You don't understand. And you know what we'll Democrats do? take complete power, House, Senate, and presidency. It will never cycle again. Yeah. Oh yeah, it will. will. Never. Yeah, it will. We could have a we could have a civil war, nope. and we might cycle back that way. The Legally, United State, the United State of Texas. Thank you very much. Will exist Amen. at that point. Well, yep. as I said, we'll if build we a, a we'll build a wall, war, a big beautiful ouge wall. And we'll be fine. We have our we'll have our military, because yeah. good Lord knows we've got some of the best militia members on the planet probably down here in the East Texas woods. Don't mess. With we've you. got well, hey, we've be got the, the only place to get a good steak. We of got Alexander the yeah, hey. court twit cakes. Hey, we got all that. I know where he's going with this. We got the port of Houston. Yeah. We got the port of Houston. We've got we've got world trade. We've got the oil, the we've energy. We've got yeah, we've got the space exploration. We've got we, the space we force. Space, yeah. Oh yeah, y'all can so enjoy the rest of the country. Yeah. And uh, in fact, I see what'll happen. There'll be a a nice little wall going up on the left side. About a if you divide the United States into thirds, about the 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 first third on the left will be divided from the very middle piece. It's like the best piece of the the pizza right in the middle. And then you'll divide the right <laughs> side of America with another wall, and it'll go straight up to Canada and down through Texas, and we will have flyover country. We will have 
everything we need. We'll have all the food. We could still probably yeah. feed the world. We've got, got the, the ports. Yeah. We'll have all well, the oil. We'll load up on cows. We'll have everything, y'all. Under Green New Deal. We'll have it all. We'll have it all. It'll be great. So I'm not scared. What, what are we scared of? Let him do it. He's not going to win, so it doesn't really matter. It doesn't even matter. But we will have a solution to the problem if he does. Well, and that's that. He he's gonna he has to win. There's he if he does. No, I was talking about Joe Biden will not win. Yeah, no. So I'm saying Trump has to win, and I believe he will win because if he does not, and and the I think if Trump doesn't win, then that means we've got a. It's likely we've we've lost uh, at least the House. Maybe we hold the Senate, but uh, there's it's just doesn't add it's, up. It's not going to happen. I don't think Call so. Call me optimistic. But. No, I I believe Trump is going going to win as well. And by the way, that segues into a big story that came out of Red State today about uh, I saw this this morning and and it was it was of course music. Uh, uh, to my ears, except I read it, so I don't know how that works. I need to come up with a better analogy. But here are the metrics that show Trump has a lock on the election. So I'm, I just want to read a little bit from here and get get y'all's take on this. Y'all see Texas, uh, but uh, but yeah, I, right. actually I agree with JP that it's we, it, we'd be we'd be fine over here in Texas. Maybe, maybe we take that that we'll that mid out. part of the U.S. Yeah, we'll figure something out. Okay, so uh, we pointed out the problems of some of those polls of talking about the mainstream media, how there are other polls, like the Democracy Institute poll, that find President Donald Trump ahead because they're measuring likely voters, not registered voters, and they aren't oversampling Democrats. Most are also not measuring things like the shy Trump voter or that the youth vote is, again, unlikely to come out in greater numbers. There's some big stuff there, gentlemen. There's you got to do likely voters over registered voters. You can't oversample. Yeah, if you oversample Democrats by 16 points and then you right. have and then your poll comes out and and Democrats are uh, Biden's ahead by 16 points. Come on. Come on, man. I mean, do the come, math. On. come on, man. <laughs> Come on, Scranton. Them numbers. Well, I mean, they're up. they're just a, a just a two faced pony soldier. Um, them numbers wouldn't hold up. He said pony soldier. What <laughs> <laughs> is a pony soldier anyway? I want one. Oh my! Oh my God! <laughs> oh no! So, but okay, but real quick. So, uh, yeah. Trump. So he has a fifty one percent approval from Zogby, eight hundred and thirty three likely voters. Uh, Gallup found that whenever the incumbent has over 50%, he's reelected. Gallup found that 50%, 56% of Americans thought they were better off now than four years yeah. ago. Uh, what do you, yeah. how, how about Biden's response? Okay, uh, Mr. Mr. Vice President, Mr. Biden, uh, if uh, you know, 56 of Americans say that they think they are better off now than four years ago, what is your response? Well, then they should vote for Trump. I mean, that's what he said. That's what he said to fifty-six percent of Americans, yeah. and we really haven't spent much time on his. Uh, on he his... also said they weren't too bright if they believed. Yeah, their memories were were somehow wrong. Yeah, exactly. Joe Biden uh, just basically told fifty-six percent of America uh, voting Americans uh, just to shove off and go vote for Trump. Okay. And, and so and so to back Joe up. Joe Biden saying anything about memory is a wonder to be. Yeah, I know, isn't it? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And so to back up JP's optimism here, this was a Rob K at uh, Rob K Henderson on Twitter share some some very 
interesting uh, data from Gallup. And so th- this, is, this is Gallup history. So in, in July, this was the percent of Americans who say they are better off now than they were four years ago. Okay, so in 1984, 44% said they're better off now than four years ago. And of course, Reagan won. In uh, 1992, 38% said that they are better off uh, now than four years ago. And Clinton ended up winning that. 2004, 47% said they were better off now. And Bush won re-election. 2012, 45% said they were better off now than four years ago. Obama won re-election. Let's go to September 2020. 56% say they're say uh, they're better off now than four years ago. And what does that tell you? So that's much higher. I mean, that's significantly higher than, yeah. than those previous examples. What do you guys make of that? And that's throwing COVID in the mix. Right. That's Even big, despite COVID, people are better off. If they, yeah, if they know. have a memory, and if they can remember that the Trump administration gave a 15-day guideline about the shutdown, and and it was supposed to be an option, and that the blue state Democrat kings and queens were the ones that put teeth in it, Boy, they, they can did. remember that instead yep, of yep. blaming Trump for the lockdown. Some places are still shut down. Hard to believe. Hard to believe. Yeah. It is incredible. I'm yeah, so course, thankful now, to be in Texas. The WHO is now reversing their, they're saying it's not good to lock down, you know, and, and uh, yeah. Thanks, I, guys. I think, oh, man. Yeah. They, you know they, that in California, yeah. they, they reopened restaurants, but King Newsom just came out and said, when you're at the, the way it's been is you, you can wear your mask to the table oh, and then take yeah. it off. Yeah. King Newsom came off and said, the mask can needs to be put back on and off between bites. Yeah, he really did. Because that won't spread disease. That won't. Uh, that won't spread germs at all. That won't make a complete and total absolute mess. Why does someone oh, it, like it magically, it? Magically goes away when you're chewing. Magically, Magic- all the science. Sitting Ryan, down. Just follow the science. Yeah, it, it, it's science. Science says stand up and chew, and you're fine. So what motivates? Or sit down and chew, and you're fine. What motivates a guy like Gavin Newsom? I know we're getting into psychology a little bit here, but what do you guys think motivates a guy like Our Gavin raw- Newsom? Just to, to even to just come up with stupid r- rules like that. Just and they're the ones that tell the police to stand down in the middle of a riot, Listen. and they have the gall to tell us they're trying to keep us safe. Common sense lockdown. is not common. Why anybody listens to a word they have to say, I don't understand. Well, well I do understand. They're in power. People are brainwashed. People like power. I, these people have. These people the have issues. Know what's going on? Are too cowardly to say anything. Yeah, and Listen. and then the CDC keeps quietly updating their numbers. You know, we saw a few weeks yeah. ago they update their numbers and less than ten thousand people mm-hmm. died from COVID alone. There's actually there was something another thing that the CDC came out with recently. Um, the governors aren't going to care what the what the CDC comes out with. They don't. They're, they're not going to care. No. CDC doesn't they, matter anymore. They like this. Next year, during the flu season, they're going to shut things down again in the blue states. Well, and, and here we come. And here's what I was thinking was the uh, yeah. was the governor of New York, Andrew Cuomo. There was leaked audio that came out where he's where he said that it's not about the the lockdown of the Orthodox Jewish communities in New York. New York City is not about the science. It's about 
fear. It's about fear, not about the science. That was leaked audio that came out. That's actually up at cgm.news. A link to that is up if you want to see that. But it was a, a stark admission because I, I honestly, I was very, I, I became very concerned about the fact that New York was targeting the Orthodox Jewish community specifically uh, to get them to, to lock down and to shut down. And it was very troubling. And of of course, the pretense is always science. It's always science. Science says, Fauci says, whatever. And there you have Cuomo admitting on a leaked audio call that it wasn't that at all. That it was, uh, it's fear. But we don't yeah. even always need a leaked audio if you listen to what they say in speeches. Uh, Gavin Newsom, as far back as April, when he was asked if he was going to exploit this virus to further his agenda. He said, absolutely, unashamed. And he's recently gone on record publicly as saying, we are never going back to normal. Get used to the new normal. So we don't even need the leaked audios. Just listen to what they actually say publicly. Well, he's taking taking a nice, uh, 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 what's the word? Uh, He's taking notes of what leader uh, Empress Pelosi is doing with the stimulus, holding it, uh, holding the American people hostage, saying, I will not allow President Trump to benefit from a check going out with his name on it that will benefit people and make them not fearful, not uh, not not struggling, not uh, until the election, until February. And then we'll get back going again. She is absolutely playing games with the American people. And it's ridiculous. I think they're waking up to that. And uh, same thing with the COVID quarantines that are going on still in America. These cities are ruining uh, lives. Think about it. If you had a payroll to meet and you could not service and you owned a restaurant that just six months ago was highly successful, doing well, you had some savings, you had a decent house, you were taking care of your family, your children were, were maybe at school doing some things, whatever, just life was going on normally and then this all happens and then the 15-day quarantine turns into an eight-month quarantine and then nobody's able to go eat at your restaurant and you have bills to pay you have that truck note sitting out there you your credit is shot your 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 home is on the third deferred payment you're begging for them to chill and this payment of you have a few kids or whatever even if it's four grand four thousand dollars to somebody is you know they could make that work for even a couple of months uh, to to uh, you know allow those uh, creditors to to just stave them off for a little while longer while we open this back up and maybe a vaccine comes in. And by the way, that whole vaccine thing, hate to chase a rabbit. We need to have a show on that. But who's going to take that thing? By the way, that's a whole nother story. But you know who's the, the the guy from the WHO or the CDC held up and said, "Listen, this mask will probably protect me better than that vaccine will." You know why? Because he realizes just like the flu vaccine, you got about one in whatever shot of it actually you know, being effective. So uh, it's all kind of a, 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 a big old, it's all around fear, fear management. Yeah. And Trump, by bringing a vaccine in, is going to calm some, squept some fears probably with the, the most vulnerable. If it's a very benign product and they can put it in somebody and they feel better about it, fine. But I'm not taking it. You I'm, know, I'm, I'm not, not taking it. But the po- point was that, that people are being exploited right now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Pelosi, you know, Gavin Newsom is taking notes uh, on what the leadership and that's why it's dangerous what Nancy Pelosi's doing. And, and, and it's really, really uh, sad to see that people have, uh, you know, no guilt 
and no empathy and no real ability uh, to to have wisdom and understanding and common sense you know, at the forefront to say, hey, here's what needs to happen. And Donald Trump came with a great bill, and she just said no for 100% political reasons. So she thinks it's going to help her in this election, and we all believe, or at least I believe, fellas, that it's actually hurting them, that people are woke. I think it's going to backfire. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Thanks for letting I, me rant. I think a lot of these things. <laughs> I think Pelosi's, Pelosi's antics like that I think will backfire. Um, I think the this... Uh, Hearing going on with with Barrett, I think that the nonsense that we're seeing, I think that will backfire. And it's it's kind of back to when I mentioned about the you know the ratings things with some of the sports stuff. I think Americans aren't as stupid as the politicians think they are, and, and I think I think people are uh, are just seeing through it, and I think they're tired of it, and I think I think it will backfire. Uh, on on many levels, and I hope it'll backfire big. And I hope I hope that they don't even have to worry about recounts or any. I, I hope that it's a landslide. I don't know if it's going to be, but that would be the statement. They'd say, you know, we, you know, remember, remember the movie Network. You know, I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore. I think there's a little bit of that going on. Yep. Was I allowed to that say movie that? Was Ryan? Very <laughs> we'll we'll, that bleep we'll bleep it out, Jim. We'll bleep it out. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, hey, was, so, uh, Network was a very prophetic movie that was written yeah, by brilliant yeah. playwright Patty Chayefsky, and it it predicted the the reality show before we had any such thing as yeah. a reality show. Yeah, it was uh, it was brilliant political satire. Yeah. But I, I think that spirit, uh, if I can use that word, is is very much alive in the American people, and uh, and I'm hoping we see uh, a big response that turns this country back in the direction it needs to go, uh, at least on a social economic uh, level. And I, I'm just going to wax pastoral for a second here, guys, because this is my role in this, in this group. Yes. Um, and, and you guys know I'm a pastor, and so I do a lot of teaching. My degree is in theology, which that and five bucks get me a cup of coffee at Starbucks. Uh, it says in the scriptures, we wrestle not with flesh and blood. And I know that sounds archaic and it might sound spooky, creepy to people that aren't, you know, super uh, uh, religious or people of faith. But I think that there's uh, stuff going on behind all of this. And I, I do believe that there is spiritual warfare. So that's all I'm going to say about that. We'll talk about that sometime on my show. <laughs> hey, that's, well, I, that's I a great final thought. We need to be fasting and praying for this election. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no question. So we've, we're kind of hitting over an hour here. I just want to echo what, what Jim said, what Bob said. And actually, there's a, a pastor I've got, I got up at cgm.news that's encouraging everybody to uh, fast and pray every Tuesday until mm -hmm. the election. Uh, I think that, you know, t to me, this was something Michael Brown tweeted out, and it was one of the most mm. telling things that I've seen of the many signs, I think. And I, uh, what, that when Ruth Bader Ginsburg died, it was a Jewish New Year, Rosh Hashanah, the shofars were blowing, right? And of course, Ruth Bader Ginsburg was a Jew. Um, and then when Amy Coney Barrett was being uh, nominated at 5 o'clock that Saturday, there was the like the largest, one of the largest, if not the largest prayer gatherings happening mm -hmm. on the National Mall in D.C., 
right there. Mm -hmm. They were literally blowing shofars as Amy there at the National Mall, uh, literally Mm. there as Amy Coney Barrett uh, was being nominated by Donald Trump. Neither the the RGB death could have been uh, planned, nor the National Mall uh, kind of planned like that uh, with you know the the prayer along with the nomination of Amy Coney Barrett. Yeah. None of that in my mind was completely by accident. This whole thing with ACB right. is not by accident. She's an she is a godsend, and I mean that in the most literal I way. I She's agree. a godsend to this country. Uh, Aslan is on the move here in the U.S. And I just want to uh, concur. Mm. We we do not battle against. We we see this is. Good versus evil. We see yep. it manifest. Absolutely. We see it manifest in certain senators that just speak mm-hmm. unbelievably horrible stuff, like what we saw uh, Hirono questioning uh, Barrett on yeah. today. And so, I think I, I think I just further more and more that God is in control. Well, gentlemen, I'm gonna have to give myself the last word, I guess, on that. But thank y'all so much for joining us guys for another episode of crosstalk remember cgmradio.com bob siegel show since you asked jim barrier and of course jp's political matrix and more we're signing off for now see you guys next week i'll see you right here next time